What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Marlinning Podcast. I'm your host, Alec Hansen. We are on season three, story time, telling radical stories of transformation on what happened in people's lives to give you inspiration and how to handle your hardships, your joys, your successes. Today, I'm bringing on a rad friend, Coach Kyle Draper. I met Kyle, and we'll tell the story through content compounding and the internet. It's a magical place and meeting really cool people. Um, but man, you're going to love this conversation. This is a pastor, youth pastor turned roofer, entrepreneur. This guy's speaking all over the country. If you're not paying attention on social media, you've probably seen him everywhere on that, on that place. Um, I love his authenticity. I love his engagement. He is really pushing forward to help realtors and loan officers get out of their own way. Um, this is going to be a really fun conversation with a lot of fun stories. So without further ado, just buckle up, get ready for a rad conversation. What's up, my man? We're pushing through the dude. WandaVision style intros, dude. We're getting ready to bump it into the Brady Bunch. You have you have just upped your game. It is <laughs> it. I'm I'm so jealous, bro. Incredible, man. So for those of you that are popping in um, and watching this live, thank you. It's always fun to hang out. Just drop a comment, say hi. You know, hit us up. If you're watching this in the future, say hi. Um, and of course, if you're listening to this on the podcast network later, appreciate you. Um, but Kyle, so thank you for joining Story Time. Um, Heck yeah, we man. Wrapping, dude, as we were wrapping about in the in the green room before, you know, all of human knowledge was passed down through stories. And I come from storytellers, yep. and I was thinking about season three, what I wanted to do is I was like, you know, I don't want to get po- cool people together, and I want them to share stories. Yeah. Um, hardships, wins, losses, life, because in mortgage lending, as you know very well, it's freaking hard. Yeah. And it, it is changing all the time. And there's always new things to learn, new places to adapt to. We had COVID thrown us on top of that. I mean, it's like life is challenging. And so there's a ton to learn from that. There's a ton to engage from. So, dude, thank you for sharing some stories. Let's go. I'm dude, so I got ready. a softball. I got a softball for you first. Okay. If you haven't, if you don't know, if you haven't been on Kyle Draper's website, you've done this thing called content compounding. Yeah. Um, and you were the first person that introduced me to it. I've heard of it from other people. Like, I mean, I know Gary Vee talks about stuff like that, but I, you, for me, it really landed. When I saw your explanation, yeah. how did you come to that idea? What is it, and how could it help originators today? Yeah, man, it, dude, I, 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 I don't think I came up with it. I now <laughs> I did come up with the phrasing "content compounding." Yes. So if if you want to give me credit for that, I'll take that. I give you but but yeah, Gary Vee's been talking about it for years, and man, I I'm a problem solver. The just like you are, right? You've set out. It, it, to to help lenders' lives be better, to help their lives be more efficient, to help them, you know, maximize their efforts so they can crush it in business and be at home with their families, and exactly. and I do the same. I just focus solely on the social media aspect. And so years ago, maybe two ish years ago, I, I was like, man, there's got to be a way to kind of convince these realtors and lenders that. There's so much more that can happen if you're willing to do video. Yeah. And and I started looking around and 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 just started piecing things together of like, holy crap. Man, if I do video, I can turn it into a blog. I, I can transcribe it. If I do video, I can now put it on a YouTube channel. Yeah. I can put it on on Instagram. I can create my size, you know, bite-sized micro content pieces. And if you're not gonna watch the 30-minute video, I can get you to watch the 30-second clip from it. And I just started teaching that to people. Like I, I just taught it in class. And I had never, this just shows Alec how dumb I am. I, the, the thought had never crossed my mind to actually create a service ever. Awesome. <laughs> ever. I just taught it. I thought, man, this is really cool. And dude, my goal was solely to use all of this stuff to convince someone to just do a video. That's all I wanted. And COVID, which there's been awful things that COVID has caused, but man, there's been a lot of innovation that's come out of COVID for those of us that have chosen to, to live in it instead of wait for it to just be over. And, and so when, when I lost all my speaking gigs, when COVID hit, which was most of my income back in 2019, Dude, I had to pivot and I had a client, literally. This is how, 
This is how God had to literally spoon feed this into my face. I'm ready. Right. Is a client calls and she's like, hey, you know that content compounding thing that you teach? If I hire a teenager, could you teach them how to do that for me? And the moment she said it, it was like, boom, I got punched in the head. And was like, you know what? I'm going to do you one better. I'm going to start a company in a week. And we're going to do that for you. And that's it, bro. That the the rest is history. And I can't take any credit for it. I had to literally get beat over the head for it to make sense. But I finally listened. So for anybody that didn't pick up on the necessity for you to do exactly what Kyle's talking about, you know, he's been preaching this forever. It was inspiring to me. The amount of content an originator can create from one video, from one podcast, from one rant yep. is astronomical. And the repurposing of that is massively powerful. So if anyone listens, that's, there's, there's pro tip number one is content, compound your content immediately. Yep. Immediately. It's just, you got to, however you want to do it. I don't care if it's with me or you do it yourself. There's other companies that do it too. Yeah. I just want people to do it. That's right. Well, so let's go back in time, Kyle, because, you know, okay. I was reading your bio and laughing and I knew this about you too. So youth pastor to roofer to entrepreneur, sales, co- social coach. Yeah. How? bro. How? I mean, doesn't that, isn't that everybody's That's journey? A, it's a perfect transition. Yeah. I mean, come on. <laughs> it's the American dream. There's a story there. Like what's happening here? So dude, this, this is fun because I can actually give you like legit stories because that's what we're doing here. You know, usually I just give like the, the little bitty highlight version, uh, man, I, so I quit college at 21 really to pursue church ministry. I, I was going to college to be a broadcast journalism major. I wanted to be a sports center anchor. Right. I wanted to be the next Stuart Scott. That's who I grew up watching. And that's what I wanted. And, you know, the world has funny ways of sometimes giving us what we want and sometimes being like, no, you don't actually want that. I'm going to give you this. Mm-hmm. And and so, man, God just broke my heart for for young people and, and ministry and loving on them. And so I quit school, moved back home, started interning at our church and then did that nine years. Right. I, and I never got a degree for it, but I was like an intern. And then I was the assistant to the sixth grade pastor. And then I was the sixth grade pastor. And then I got over sixth through eighth grade and then sixth through 12th grade. And it just stacked on top of each other. Yeah. And man, I, I thought I was going to do that forever. And I was a fifth generation pastor. Like I have a picture in our house of my great great grandfather baptizing people in a river that's like barely holding on right it's it's so old and so man i thought i was going to do this forever but dude here's what happened i got into ministry to love people and as weird as this sounds the title of pastor kept me from loving people authentically huh. because they acted different around me because they thought I wanted to fix them. I, I buy it. I believe it. And so, you know, if you said the F word all the time, you didn't say it at coffee with me. Right. If you'd been drunk that Friday night, you weren't telling me that story. And man, I just woke up one day and was like, this sucks. This is not what I signed up for. Mm-hmm. I don't get to make any impact like I thought I would. And so I just started praying. That's that's all I know how to do when when I don't know what to do. And... Man, what happened, it was a two-year prayer that finally had a culmination where I just thought, man, I think, I think, I think God wants to use me in the business world mm. to make an impact in people's lives. I don't know what that looks like. I'm not a businessman, but you know what, God? If you say go, like, who am I to say otherwise? And so we moved to Oklahoma and Radical. dude, I got into, I got into roofing. Like what, what, like what is why there should be laws against letting a six foot three, 300 pound man climb on a roof. There should be laws against that because that's what I did for a living. And that's where, man, I learned how to do sales. I learned how to do marketing. I learned how to do social media. I was the only roofer in Oklahoma 
doing Facebook lives from the rooftop. <laughs> and it's like, why? Nobody cares. Nobody cares. like when, dude, when, when lenders tell me, man, I just feel boring. Like, I just don't know what to do a video about. I just yeah. laugh because I'm yeah. like, dude, do it as a roof doing freaking Facebook lives <laughs> on roofs. Oh my right? gosh. Look at this storm vent guys. This is how you can tell where hell damage is. Nobody cares. <laughs> Nobody cares. And, and so what, what happened, this is the part of the story I don't get to tell very often. So mm. I'm doing roofing in Oklahoma and my dad and my brother run the company in Dallas. And so mm. we're doing our thing and man, I'm just a relationship guy. I love people. I love serving. I love just rubbing shoulders with people. And so it's really slow. But I'm loving on people. I'm using social media. I'm doing videos. I'm doing networking. I'm showing yep. up. The first hellstorm comes through Oklahoma City. Mm. And in less than 24 hours, I got over 100 phone calls. <sighs> so while all these fly-by-night roofers are out there knocking on doors, trying to convince people, I just had to go like this. Hello? Hello? Yeah, we'll Done. be there at 7. We'll be there at 8. We'll be there at 9. Dude, I had, I put out a video, right? It got like a hundred shares from all my people. It was, it had like almost 10,000 views. Wow. And uh, we, we won't go into this part, but I quickly also learned that I'm not, I wasn't good at sales. Yeah. So I won't tell you how many of those hundred that I actually converted to clients. Yeah. That's uh, not important. That's a, not important. that's not important for the sake of this conversation. <laughs> uh, it was really bad. And but I, I I went, dude, this is I'm on I'm on to something. This isn't normal, but I'm not spending money. I'm just nope. living my life in front of people and then loving them. And and so fast forward, that's where I cut my teeth and what I do now. But finally, I was on a roof in August, and I don't know if you've been to Texas or Oklahoma in August. It is literally hell on earth. <laughs> and I'm, st I'm standing on a roof and if you've ever been on a roof, there's moments where like you look down and you're like, there's not a good way for like me to end up on the bottom. Mm -hmm. Like this isn't going to go well for me. And, and it was in that moment that I thought, dude, this isn't it. Yeah. Like this isn't my future. The, <laughs> this is not what God made me for. <laughs> this is, this is crazy. This is for a tiny ninja person. This is who <laughs> is supposed to be up on this roof right now. Uh, not uh, an offensive lineman, you know, that, that isn't very good at, at sports anymore. So I had found, uh, I'd met a buddy and he was a web developer. And so he reached out to me. He was like, dude, I've been building some really cool real estate websites, but man, like all the platforms that build websites, none of them fit IDX very well. Yep. I've got this like sexy solution. I want to build a custom platform that we can build really cool real estate websites. Yep. And so I said, man, I'm in. So now I've switched over to that. And now we're, I'm the sales guy. He's the back end guy. And I knew tons of realtors because of roofing. And so now, dude, I'm in. I'm just selling websites to realtors. And very quickly, cold calling realtors to talk about websites was not fun. That look, I, anyone, everyone in the mortgage understands what cold calling realtors feels like, bro. So you're talking to the, yes. to the crowd here. We, it's, Heck it's yeah. terrible. It's brutal. It's awful. Awful. Ugh, right. So <laughs> again, what do I do? And I don't know what to do. I just pray about it. And so then this is, this is how my relationship with God works. I was like, God, what am I good at? And what do realtors suck at? Like I say suck in my prayers sometimes. That's just, you know, that's how, how Careful, we are. Bro. Careful. And I know, don't judge me, but, uh, <laughs> But dude, here's what here's what he he gave me. He said, "Kyle, you're a great communicator. You've been preaching for a decade, right? Realtors suck at social media. Learn social media and teach classes." Awesome. And let me give you this this nugget that I was awesome. given that because I was I was nervous. I was like, "Dude, I don't know anything about social media, right? Like I know that I've used it, but I don't know how to teach it to somebody else." Here's the here's what I was given that day that has been pivotal in in everything that I've done moving forward. I I I felt God tell me if you know one percent more than the people sitting in that room, 
you always have something of value to give them. Yep. And dude, that has been my guiding light for seven plus years because who am I? I'm not, I didn't go to school for social media. I don't have a master's degree There's in no Facebook, school, by the way. There's no school, right? I, go on. I, I did meet a 22 year old that like got a degree in social media. And I was like, what? That's a thing. That's crazy. So anyway, so bro, I started teaching classes. I booked my first five classes before I ever even had a class. I didn't even know what I was going to talk about, but I knew if it's on the calendar, it's going to make me do it. Yeah. And I'm a big fan of ready, fire, aim. That's just how I roll in life. Ready, fire, aim. And so, so do in, in about two and a half years, I taught probably 200 classes for free hmm. to earn rapport, build trust so that I could then in turn sell a website to someone. And so it's funny to me, Alec, when, when people are like, dude, you're blowing up, man. You're speaking here and you're speaking here and you're on that guy's podcast and that girl's podcast. Like, what, what are you doing? I just laugh. Yeah. Because I go, you, you don't even want to know yeah. what I've done to have this overnight success story of showing up on the scene. Yeah. It no has way. been a freaking grind. Yeah. And I wouldn't wish it on anyone. Right. I remember the day that I got paid a hundred dollars to teach my first class where I made money. And I'm calling my wife, going, somebody just paid me a hundred dollars to teach a class. Let's go. We gotta go to dinner tonight. Because that, right? Like, I just never saw myself like that. So yeah. to finish, we we that company failed miserably. It lost hundreds of thousands of dollars and uh it, it wasn't good. It but if it wasn't for that failure, I would not have found this niche for myself in training realtors and lenders on how to leverage social media, how to tell good stories, right? How to use video. And, and so now it's been almost four years. This December will be four years that I stepped out on a limb and said, I'm a social media coach. Like, is that a thing? Do people do that? Is that, am Dang. I allowed to have that as a title? And Bro, it's crazy. For four years now, I, I, I get to now coach and teach about social media. Uh, so much of it is is more about being a better person than it necessarily is about just being better at social media. Yep. And that's the that's the journey, man. From from pastoring to roofing to websites to to social media guy. It's so funny. You said a couple of things that I want to go back on. And I might want people to hear. Um, number one, okay. when you talked about being the roofer and getting all those hundred calls, there's such a parallel, and and that's such a message you've shared and I've shared, which is you know the the guy or gal with the biggest megaphone is going to win. Yeah. Um. You know. So so you know you being in the right place, right time, putting out those videos on a roof where everyone's like, "What are you doing?" All of a yep. sudden, turned into this mega opportunity where everyone was like, "Boom! This is my guy." And for lenders, I, I, I have such a passion. It's the same thing. There are companies like Quicken and Zillow who are spending billions of dollars to get in the customer's headspace, to earn it right, to take it at that opportunity to give them a loan. Yep. So much money. And the only way I know to combat against that world is to show up in social media with those people organically without, you know, you can, there's paid strategies, of course, but like you weren't paying anything doing this, doing the roofing stuff. And all of a sudden the world turned around and rewarded you because you were in those in the community. And I just want people to hear that because it was so it's so true for lending. It's it's insane. And Alec, you if I would have stopped, like there was no measure of success until there was one. <laughs> right? Like if if we would have looked at month seven, we would have been like, so wait, you're doing all these videos, like what have you gotten from it? Uh, I mean, I guess technically nothing. And we would have been validated in quitting, but we didn't. And so in month eight, month nine, we have a success story. The problem is, and you know this, most, most lenders aren't willing to stick it out to the success story. Therefore, they live the rest of their careers thinking that what we say they should be doing is stupid. But bro, it this breaks is where, my heart, is, man. It, it does. And this is where I, I, have to, I get real raw with people. And I'm like, guys, go back to the glory days as a loan officer. Did you get a deal the first time you walked into a realtor's open house 
like to introduce yourself if you've never met them before. Yeah. Kyle Draper, I'm Alec. Nice to meet you. I do loans. Did you get a deal? No, you idiot. You got nothing. They probably ignored you. They probably put their magazine up. They like, no, it's not how life works. You got a deal after six months of showing up and calling for appointments and sending them things right. of value and, and building a relationship. So why do we have this blinders on when it comes to social media and the same, it's the same journey. It's the same process over time. So, and, and it, the, I, I think the, the biggest problem is like, I, I taught a class this morning where, you know, I talk about how, let's say you meet 20 people today and we're taught in sales, right? You, you know, the right questions to ask, to find the one out of those 20 that's ready to move today. They're ready to make a move today. And that's how we're trained. We're trained in sales to sift through the numbers to find the one. That's why we've been satisfied, Alec, yeah. when literally paid ads, people are like, bro, we convert 2%. And we're like, 2%? Holy oh. crap. Holy. That is incredible. Why do we live in a world where like we're, we're blown away by that, right? And so I, I was teaching people this morning, like, guys, the biggest value opportunity for you is in that 19. Not that one. It's those 19 that may not be ready to get a loan right now, but man, they all know three people that are, yeah. and they might be ready in three months or six months or nine months. And so we start stacking enough, uh, enough of those relationships up. And now you do look up and go, did I just get a hundred inbound leads? Exactly. What happened? Nothing exactly. happened other than at some point oh, I started and refused to quit. Well, and so, that's so, it. so Kyle, let's talk about that for a minute. And since we're in storytelling land here, um, I, I like this question because I feel like it's it's helpful for people that are going through their own stuff because we all have stuff. Yeah. Heck um, yeah. You know, share share a, a a big win moment for you where things you know just lined up and the 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 stars seemed to align and you, you you cracked one. I mean, what? Share a moment like that. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna share this moment two ways. Am I allowed to do that? Yeah. So. <laughs> Well, let me, I'll, I'll give the hook first. My, my big moment was in November of 2019, standing on stage at NAR in San Francisco right. and looking now it was in a breakout, right? It, I wish they would have said they wanted me to speak to all 18,000 people that were there. So it was in a breakout. It was standing room only. There's 400 plus people in the room. And, and I remember just stepping on that stage and just mentally going, <laughs> This is it, man. Ah, so rad. Th this is it. Like this is, I didn't know this is what I was working for, but this is what I've been working for. The opportunity to love on people at this level. But here's the backstory of that. Because the morning that I found out I'd been asked to speak at NAR was one of the worst days that I'd had in a while. And mm -hmm. it was one of those days where like your alarm goes off and it's like, I don't want to get out of bed. Right. And then, and then not wanting to get out of bed turns into, am I the worst husband ever? And then the worst sure. husband ever turns into, have I even told my children I love them in the last month? Like, I'm also the worst dad ever. Oh. And then that turns into, and I'm pretty sure I'm like 4,000 pounds heavier than I was at this time last year. And, I, dude, I was just having the biggest pity party I've ever had in my life. And, and so I'm, I'm having this pity party. And I roll over, I grab my phone because it dinged. I'd had an email and lo and behold, what was that email? Congratulations. We would love for you to speak at NAR. And this is what I want people to understand about this. So Most people, and this is what I wanted to do. I wanted to totally overlook the fact that I'd just been having a pity party for myself and I wanted to jump on social media and be like, guess what, everybody? Whoop, whoop. Your boy, Kyle Draper. Yes. He's going to San Francisco. Right. And I wanted, I wanted to just make it this big brag moment, right? Like yep. this was my moment, yep. but I couldn't because that's not real life. No. And so instead I made a post where I said, you ever had one of those days where you just feel like you suck at everything. 
but then God just winks at you and reminds you that you're doing better than you think you are. And then I went into the story. I'm laying in bed right now as I type this and yeah. I'm just feeling down, but then I got an email. And so that was the way that I announced on Facebook that I was speaking at NAR November, 2019. And man, I, I'm a, I'm just a believer that if I would have just bragged, maybe 30 people would have liked it and felt good for me. But the for rest sure. of the people would have been like, man, when, when's my shot? Where's my moment? Right. But because I started it, in complete transparency of like, dude, I thought I sucked eight seconds before I read that email. That 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 post had over 400 likes. Yep. Because it was real. Well, I've heard you coach into this, Kyle. I mean, Facebook and social media in general has always been like the, we call it Instagram life, where it's all, yeah. it's all BS. You know, it's, yep. all, it's all just your wins. It's all good angles. It's all nice lighting. Yep. It's not the real earthy pain stuff, or even just the boring life stuff. And so you've always coached into that though. And I, I, you're a good example of it because you got to share with authenticity. And if you try to sit there, I mean, you can see the humble braggers and the hustle porn people who are like, Oh, you know, working so hard grinding every day. And I'm like, no, you're not like, no, you're not like <laughs> stop. Um, you know, my yeah. favorite is people that start their, their uh, video with, well, a bunch of people have been asking me. So I wanted to answer this question. Yeah. I'm like, show me your DMS. Show me those people that have been asking you. And I probably no one's been asking it. you. <laughs> so I'm, I'm guilty for sure, but yeah. <laughs> I know on. what you're saying. Dude, it's, we can't, can't take ourselves so seriously. We're not famous. Stop right. stacking ourselves up there. We're just trying to help people. And dude, um, unfortunately we, we can create such a portrayal of ourselves that it convinces our our sphere that we don't we don't need them nor want them, mm. right? Because I like that. you know mm -hmm. you it, especially on the realtor side, I watch realtors that like as they grow they stop posting pictures of like houses under four hundred. Well, guess what? Now your friend that has the three hundred fifty dollars you know thousand dollar house that'll literally sell in a minute right now. Yeah, two seconds. They won't even call you. Because you've convinced them without saying a word that you're bigger than that. Oh, that's so good. And man, it's it's just it's so dangerous when we start trying to portray something that we think people want when what they really want is to just have a friend that they can relate to, that they can aspire to be. And uh it we can't accomplish that trying to take a pic next to a Ferrari so people think we're somebody. The flex, the internet flex is my favorite thing of all time. It's wild. Okay, so Kyle, um, you know, that was a win. Um, why don't you share a story about something formative that happened um, in your in your life where yeah. it was good, good, I mean, bad, good, good's fine too, but just, you know, a, a moment that was transformational, so to speak. So I told you this pre-show that I've never told this story publicly. I'm ready, I'm ready. Um, and you know, there's only been a handful of people I've told this to quite frankly, cause it's, it's embarrassing, right? Like nobody likes to tell stories where we're the butt of the joke, uh, except this wasn't a joke. This was real life and it, it affected my family, but of course, you know, so, so a little bit of backstory, my, like my family was poor up until I was in probably second, third grade. And then my parents, you know, got into a direct sales company and for 30 plus years, we're the top people in the entire company. And so from about fourth, from about fourth grade on, we lived a much more privileged life than we had prior. Yep. And, and, and so, uh, I'd be lying to say that I didn't take advantage of that. And mm. gosh, I've, I've had to learn so much about myself, good and bad f because of all of that. So I'd always known my whole adult life. Right. If I was in a pinch, you know, my, my parents aren't going to let me fail. They're not mm. going to let me be homeless. They're not going to let my car get repossessed. And yeah. so I just always had the ability if I needed a couple, you know, 500 bucks, a thousand bucks, man, that was such an easy ask. Yeah. And I wouldn't even think twice about it. And so three ish, maybe, th maybe it's closer to four years now. But I was pretty fresh into my coaching career. And, man, I was speaking 
in Trophy Club, Texas, at okay. the golf at the golf club in Trophy Club. Do. Yeah. And you know, dude, nobody knows what's going on in our lives. Nobody knows if if we're having marital problems. Nobody knows. We're not talking about that. You know, if our finances are in out of whack, nobody knows. Nobody, you know, we don't go, hey, Alec Hansen, what's your credit score? You know, like yeah, that. I'm, I'm in massive credit card debt. Like yeah. that. <laughs> no. You know, and and so, you know, 80 grand in credit card debt's not really making the, you know, the stories of Instagram. So, <laughs> dude, we were like, I just started a new business and yeah. I didn't know, I didn't have a clue what I was doing, but I was pretty good at pretending like I did on social media. And I, I speak at this event. I get back in my car and I look down and my wife had texted me that our power had gone out. And man, I, I just I, I just had a pit in my stomach because I knew. And I was waiting on money to come in from people, right? I had every excuse in the book. Yeah. And I had friends that would have said, bro, I get it, right? They would have defended my excuses. And I had to have this real heart check moment, this gut check of like, bro, how long are you going to just call mom and dad when you need something? Like, when are you going to man up, lead your family, Ugh. and put your money where your mouth is? And and so I remember, Alex, sitting in, the, in that parking lot Ugh. and just going, this is my moment. I can throw in the cards again right? Let mom and dad save the day or I can figure out how to save it. And, and here's, what's interesting is that in those moments, we're not as far from saving ourselves as we think mm. we feel desperate. We feel completely alone. And I felt like I totally let my family down, right? My wife's sitting in the dark at our house while I'm out, you know, gallivanting around town and whining and dining with realtors and bro, I remember picking up my phone and I started dialing. I started dialing realtors that I knew. And man, before I left that parking lot, I had four new clients at $1,000 a month. And that I have to, to this day, right? And maybe close to four years now. And, and it's still pathetic, right? That it took me to year 35 but I have, I have not asked a single person for a penny since that moment in that parking lot because it was the moment that I finally proved to myself, bro, you could do this. Yeah, you got it. You've got this, right? You're good at what you do. Just get out of your way. And I wish I could say that, you know, now I'm a millionaire, you know, we're a million, you know, millionaires yeah, yeah, and, you know, I just bought a yacht the other day, yeah, you know, so like, we're not there yet, but I'm not where I used to be. And man, I am grateful for that. Dude, I love that story. And, uh, it's fat. It's, it's fun for me to hear it as you kind of share it first time, um, there's so many stories like that that everybody goes through. There's so many people that are going to listen to this and go, yeah, I have the same moment or I'm in the same moment. I'm in that moment where things are tough. And I, I, I got new loan officers joining the company, joining the industry who are in that moment of like, I, can I make it? Can I really make it here? Can I, yeah. can I push through? What can I do? Um, and dude, it's, uh, thank you for sharing that. I think it's rad that you just started dialing. I think that's just, I love action. I'm just, I just, yeah. You just got on the phone. I mean, we're the, we're the, I'm assuming the same crap was in your head when you got on the phone, the, the fear of rejection, the, the hating a cold calling, the, you know, I'm what you just shove it all down. You just push through it. How, how did it feel in the moment? Um, man, it, I mean, I hated it. <laughs> it was right. It was, it was horrible. Right. And I wasn't even like, to make sure it's totally honest in, in our conversation, it wasn't really even cold calling, mm. right? Like these were realtors that I knew that, yeah, that at some passed. point in the months past had said, Hey man, I'd be interested in talking about coaching, Yep. but in my laziness, in my lack of, of clarity, in my lack of efficiency and in my insecurity, I had just for whatever reason chosen not to follow up. And isn't like, that's the story of every lender of every realtor. 
it's just follow up and you will never want for anything for the rest of your life right it doesn't matter how great my content is even now i've still got to <laughs> i've still got to put in the work to follow up with people yep right i can't just go well i talked to alex 6 weeks ago and if he's ready to use my services like he's going to call nope and and so that was it I shouldn't have needed that moment, right? It shouldn't have got to that, but it did. And I'm just thankful that, that I finally came out on the winning side of those moments because up until then I'd lost those moments hmm. and now I'm winning more of them, right? So we just need the one, right? Everybody needs that one moment where you finally go, I could do this. Well, let's and take that. It. Let's take that from there, Kyle. And I want to ask you some questions and hear some stories about. Um, yeah, yeah. If you listen to the beginning, and if you didn't, if you're coming in late, you know, Kyle has a passion for video, a passion for social media, a passion to coach and put people out there. And yet, um, on the other side of that is is all of the fear and misunderstanding and confusion about video, um, preconceived notions that it may be incorrect or correct about what this means. Um, what does it really mean to play in social media as a sales or prospecting strategy um share with everybody you know obviously you started doing it as a roofer so something was connected there where you were yeah. like yeah i gotta get out of it. how did you how did you form your opinion about this this video social platform how did you start stepping into it what have you learned from it man i i just remember like i remember when facebook live came out and just thinking this is so stupid like <laughs> it, it would be, it'd be one thing, right? If, if people were like, guess what? We have this thing called Facebook live and like Pitbull and, you know, like the president of the United States and yes. like real people that are like famous are going to be live and you're going to yeah. be able to talk to them. Like that would be cool, but you're going to let me push a button. That's going to make me go live to people. Like who yeah. cares? Right now, who gives a crap? By the way, there's loan officers and realtors right now who are like, who really cares? I, I don't, 100%. I'm not charismatic or whatever. I, who cares about me? But dude, the, what, what's so wild is I just started having these thoughts of like, if what I just said is actually true, why would anyone invite me to coffee? Why oh. would anyone invite me to lunch? Why would I invite someone to lunch? I don't, I don't, I'm not looking to invite people to lunch only because they're cool. I, I'm not inviting people to lunch because I'm like, oh, wait, how many followers do you have? Oh, bro, we got to get lunch. Yep. Right? Now, yep. there are people that are like that. Yeah. But I was having lunch and hanging out with people because I liked them, because yep. I shared something in common with them, whether it was the way we looked at things spiritually, or we both had two kids, or we both were raised by the same type of parents, or we went to the same college, right? I was just looking for a connection point. And that was kind of the thing that clicked for me mm. was dude, I don't, I don't need to be famous from this. I just want to maximize the touches that I already would make normally, but now I can just make them faster. Right? Like, man, I, I tell, I, I love this story. I was teaching a class years ago to a, to a group of realtors and this, you can tell, cause you do you, you, you do this too. So you can tell when somebody's asking questions, because they're the skeptic. Yeah. Like they're not asking questions to genuinely learn. They're no. really trying to like disprove what, what you're talking mm -hmm. about yeah, as the expert. Yeah. Right. And so this woman just would not stop asking questions. And so I just stopped her and I said, Hey, let me ask you a question. Why are you an idiot? No, I'm just kidding. That's not what I said to her. <laughs> I, I just, I, I said, how many houses do you want to sell this year? And yeah. she said, 17. I said, awesome. I love that. It's a great number. Where do you live? She said, Frisco, Texas. At the time, Frisco had about 180,000 people in it. Yep. And so I said, okay, I said, think about this. Are there not enough people in Frisco where you live, where your kids go to school, where you have roots, where you shop? Are there not 17 people of 180,000? that would help you get to your goal? Well, yeah, I guess, you know, I mean, yeah, there, there probably are. And I said, so why are you going to Fort Worth? And why are you talking about a restaurant in Dallas? And why are you going 
right? Why are you trying to be Dallas Fort Worth's realtor when you just said there's plenty of people to do it with in Frisco, which happens to be where you do life 90% yeah. of the time? Where you know everything. Oh, yeah. And man, it's why, like, I feel like that makes sense to guys like us that do this for a living. But that is just so foreign to people, mm. right? Because we've been trained to think that the answer to I need more is, well, man, you just need more leads, right? Mm -hmm. Like, like, but a baseball player, a baseball player doesn't always say they need more bats, mm. right? That's not always the answer. The answer isn't always more bats. The answer is let's go analyze the bats you're getting. And, and, and what if we can maximize, you know, three of those strikeouts and turn them into walks? Well, now you're on base percentage just went up, right? And, and so th this is, these are all the things that I just kind of started piecing together. And, dude, and then quite honestly, and guys, my wife hates when I tell this story <laughs> because there's not a lot of stories that she's the, the butt of the joke on. And <laughs> I like to be married, so I don't tell the other ones where she is as well. But dude, early on in roofing, I would do videos. And then when I even started teaching classes, my own wife, who loves me more than anyone on this earth, would go, why are you doing that? How much money did that video make? I, I mean, nothing, right? And, and so I even had my own moments of, of where I had to literally say, honey, trust me, this is going to work. And, and then I was just like, God, if this doesn't work, I swear I'm going to like it. This is not going to go well because I didn't know. But now looking back, man, the greatest thing I ever did was I never let video be weird. Right. Mm. I always saw video as an extension of a coffee table. Yep. It, it's never been anything other than that to me. And so the way you and I are talking right now is this is the exact same way you and I'd be talking at a coffee shop. But, we just wouldn't have headphones on with a mic in our mouth. Dude, I want to I want to go back for a split second um, because that story about your wife and the video and the comment um, is so important because in my two years now of getting all in on social as a vertical for human connection, a place to grow business, all this stuff being being all in um, one of the biggest things I've learned and coached to now because I see it all the time is that people want to start with, well, what about haters? And I say, yeah. don't worry. If you get big enough that you have haters, you won't care anymore. But like, that's not a thing. Haters aren't a thing in the beginning. No. Nobody cares. There's actually lots of support from people uh, 100%. Way, way in, in the beginning. And then they realize that it's not, you're going to keep going and they disconnect. Like, so there's like that first wave and then unfollow. But I, I, the biggest hater or thing that you're going to get is a loved one not understanding what you're doing and challenging this new identity, this new strategy you're putting out yep. and maybe not hurt harmfully, maybe not with like terribly intense words, but enough that it's enough put feedback, pushback, negativity, negativity that it's like, Oh no. You know, I, I had a great friend who, who, you know, was told by someone who loves him that, you know, what, this is kind of embarrassing. Like seeing you on the social thing, doing this. Mm. Mm. And I was like, Oh, like heart it. broke. And yep. You know, I, I really want people to hear this because Kyle, you, you teach this too. It, like he just said, guys, it's an extension of the coffee table. No one gave me crap on Saturdays and Sundays when I went to see realtors face to face. My wife was like, go get it, honey. Good luck right. today. Kill it. Because she understood that me going out there, putting myself in a position of vulnerability to meet agents, build relationships, build rapport was going to end up in success for me when I built trust and I got business. And so that was, that was the thing. So but now when you have this unbelievable platform for free to get in front of thousands of people, all the people you want to influence on the internet with video content, your own message, your own vibe, it's the same thing. Is it a different medium? It has, it's a different thing, but it's the same thing. And yep. I think we need to enlist, like see, uh, Garen is commenting. I'm still I trying to help that. my spouse understand what I'm trying to do. See some of the students trying to be Instagram famous. That's right. I, well, I, he should be. Look how good looking that dude is. This guy's he, he, he will be Instagram famous. So sit <laughs> yeah. back, honey. Doesn't hurt to be good looking. Yeah. Sorry, Garrett. But like, this is a great comment because you have to frame up like, what are you yeah. really doing? Like, Alec, why'd you buy that nice camera? And I'm like, honey, it used to be three-piece suits. Yep. It used to be nice baller three-piece suits that I'd spend thousands of dollars on. 
Now it's a camera. It's, but it's the same thing. It is. So, I mean, have you experienced stuff like this? Have you coached to this oh. outside of your own personal experience? Yeah, man. So, so first of all, I have no tips. Like, I don't know how I made it. I just refused to quit. So maybe it yes. was just in my stubbornness. I was just willing to fight through the, all of that discomfort that was being presented to me by other people. What I would say now is, one, I've had sales calls where I've said, hey, like I know social media coaching is expensive and your spouse is going to be like, wait, what? You're paying a what coach? A Facebook coach? You're paying an Instagram? And so, dude, I've I've literally gotten on the phone with spouses to let them grill me with questions because I get it. Like, this is crazy. Garrett, thank you, bro. I appreciate you. And and so, so that's one thing I've done is literally I've jumped on the phone with spouses and said, dude, grill me. Like, what? I, I know this sounds crazy. I know it does. So let me help you make it feel less weird. Yep. But then the other thing, dude, is like, some of these people listening to the to watching us on video and listening to the podcast, they got to change their circle. Like you will not find success in this arena hanging out with people that crap on it all the time. Dude, you, yes. you it will right like I can't get healthier but every week my friends are inviting me to the buffet. And then go, man, I wonder why I'm not losing weight like yep. because I'm at the freaking buffet every week. Yep. And and so man as like I can watch my my journey, getting connected to you was a part of my mm -hmm. journey. Getting connected to to buddies like Phil Treadwell, mm -hmm. right? That you guys are doing things, Jeff Zimfer, right? Mm -hmm. Just you got like there's just guys that are doing this at a higher level than I was, and I knew the only way to get there was to somehow get in the back pocket of people doing it better than me, so that I can watch what they do and be inspired instead of only be able to look backwards and be discouraged. And man, that's been such a huge piece of the puzzle for me is just making sure I'm surrounded by people that I'm not better than, right? I want to be the dumbest dude in the room in every room that I'm in, because that means every room I'm in, I'm growing. Dude, I love that. I totally agree. And, and Get around the right people. And, and that's it, man. The And it sounds... This is what's this is what people struggle with. All right, are you ready to to we'll 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 Let's force people to look in the mirror. Yeah. Right, I've been a big guy my whole life. I've lost 100 pounds twice. I'm 100 pounds less than I than I was in my heaviest ever. Right? So like I've achieved some things. Mm -hmm. But when I see a really fit person and I go, "Dude, what what's your secret, man? What are you doing?" I want him to say, dude, I uncovered this book yes, out of a exactly. desert that, man, it's got this magic power in it and you just don't know about it yet. And that's why you're struggling. That's what I want people to say, because now the burden and the blame isn't on me anymore. Right. Well, duh. Of course, I'm overweight, man. I hadn't found that book in the desert yet. That's right. what we want. And so when you and I jump on here and we talk about social media and we talk about video and our best advice is surround yourself with people doing it better than you. The listeners have to have this moment where they draw this line in the sand yep. and they go, this is bull crap. That's too easy. And they pass the buck or they finally look in the mirror and go, man, Alex, right. It's me. I am the greatest adversary to my business growing on social media. And the ones that are willing to look in the mirror are the ones that are going to grow. But way more people are going to are going to be here in 2026 and they're still going to be going, but dude, what's your secret, man? What's your secret? Alec, you're you're 800 episodes into this podcast. What's your secret? I mean, I did a podcast episode yesterday <laughs> like that. Dude, and we just start stacking, and man, we stack enough, and it starts raining what we want it to rain, and there is no secret other than consistent effort. That's it. And we're done. That's 
<laughs> Kyle, that's that's absolutely it. That's the perfect thing to land on. It's the perfect thing to head home on. Um, you know, I, I've been trying to figure out what the best path is for some of the people that I care about, whether it's scare them with the fear of what's coming or entice them with the opportunity that's available to them. I can't, I, and I, I, I use both all the time because yeah. if, if loan consultants today don't understand that their success in the future is going to be related to their, the, the, the depth of their personal brand or the depth of their personal connections with a macro digital community, if they don't understand that's going to be the core of their success in the future, then they're going to end up in, in a call center and that's not bad. It's fine, but they're, they're not going to be able to make the phone ring. Right. Someone else is going to have to make the phone ring for them. And that's going to limit the level of success they're capable of. 100%. At the same time, to your point, Kyle, if you put a brick down today and you put a brick down tomorrow and you put a brick down every day for the next five years, oh my God, where are you going to be? Yep. I mean, I, look at, I looked at my YouTube channel the other day that I really started pouring into two years ago. And I'm like, dude, I got some depth here. I can actually go back now. And there's some meat on the bone still to kind of share some stuff that, that was done because it's, it's the brick by brick every single day. Good and bad, Bro, and you hate it, and you and you love it. And and maybe somebody needs to hear this. Like, at some point, there's nothing else to be said other than you have to step up to the plate, right? And, and me sitting in my car in Trophy Club, Texas, with the power out of my house, there was nothing someone could have said to me to do anything in that moment. I was either going to win the moment or lose the moment. And it had nothing to do with anyone other than me. And so it just takes that moment. Like somebody listening to this, this could be the moment where you remember September 9th, 2021 for the rest of your life because it was the moment you listened to a show, you, you heard a podcast, you watched a video where you decided to change. And you're going to give credit to me or give credit to Alec. It has nothing to do with us. It has everything to do with you. So let this be the moment, right? The, it, it can be, and it will be, if you choose to take action right now. Like, go hit the live button three minutes after we end this thing. Yep. And watch your digital world forever be different. Yep. And now I'm starting to sweat, so I'm going to stop. We're done, brother. This has been rad. Ooh. Kyle, your authenticity it's off the chart. Yeah, you do social right, brother. Thank you for telling those stories. Thank you, bro. Thank you for, for leading with vulnerability and putting yourself out there today so that other people can be inspired, man. I appreciate you. For all you listeners out there, um, hang tight. We got more coming. Kyle, thank you. Have a wonderful day, brother. Yeah, man. Bye, guys. We'll see everybody else on the internet.